Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hey guys, I am so excited about today's show because we have a repeat guest that was a just amazing hit last season, Miss Kelly Butler, Hello. Director of Marketing at the Wilson Group Real Estate Services. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome, Kelly. Welcome. And I have to Thank say, you. I love your whole outfit as you transition into <laughs> fall. This this yes. time of year, I love. You look amazing. Thank you. It's officially boot weather. It is. <laughs> for some people, not for me and Heather. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> we still have our sandals We still have our sandals, our pedicures, all that good stuff. So today, Kelly is going to bring us some great information on how to treat your business like a business. Mm -hmm. So many agents, as we all know, most of us got into real estate because we truly do like houses and we really do like people. But many agents don't realize that there's a business in there. right? Mm -hmm. And as broker and owner at the Wilson Group, we always sit down with our new agents to create a business plan to remind them, hey, you're a CEO of one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is your business. You need to have the four categories that all businesses have within your business, which is, of course, sales, which we have to have, financials, marketing and branding, and your systems. Kelly onboards each and every agent, whether they transfer here from another brokerage or are a brand new agent, on how to put that leg on their stool Mm -hmm. to their business. So the marketing piece. And so Kelly, I'm just going to turn it on over to you and let you start. Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. So yeah, basically when you start in the real estate business, you obviously do hang your license somewhere, but even though you're a part of a company, be it the Wilson Group, be it wherever, you're an independent contractor. So you wear many hats and sometimes it can be really overwhelming. And so what I'm going to share today is just a few tips on kind of getting your systems in place and making all of the many hats that you wear a little easier to wear. So obviously you mentioned the the four pillars of running a business and marketing is only one of them, but I feel like these are kind of just like schools of thought that I'm going to talk about today that you could plug into any part of your business. Um, And the first one being your systems. So because you are an independent contractor and you run your business the way you want to run it, and that's the beauty of real estate is that you can run it however you see fit, wherever you want to specialize. And that's awesome. But you have to make sure that you have your systems in place to be successful because the days move fast, the market moves fast, and you want to make sure that things aren't falling off your to-do list that really need to get done. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is marketing systems. So when you are talking about marketing your business, be it online and print media, however you want to do it, a lot of our, our agents and the agents everywhere, they kind of get hung up on 
you know, oh, if I send out this one postcard, I'll get yeah. some business. Or if I post one thing about real estate, people will remember, oh, I'm in real estate, you know, so-and-so is in real estate. I need to yeah. give her a call. But it's not a one and done situation. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to really have your people on a campaign. Like People call it a drip campaign, whatever you want to call it, where you're consistent, where you mm-hmm. are constantly you know, okay, in two weeks, I've got to get this mailer out. In one week, I've got to do an email blast or whatever it is. You have to have these running systems in place. So here at the Wilson Group, you know, I'm lucky because I don't sell real estate anymore. So I can put all of my focus on the marketing side of things. And I know that when you are out there selling and showing property, you get really busy. And that tends to be the first thing to fall off your to-do list is any marketing items. So if you go ahead and put a lot of planning and legwork in at the very beginning with a content schedule for your social media, with an email campaign schedule for your email marketing, for mailers, whatever it is that you want to spend your marketing budget on, just put together a really cohesive... Yeah. Uh, schedule. So Kelly, I do this every Monday. I think I've talked about it yes, before. Your office day. Yes, I have my office day on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so if I did not block this time on my calendar on Monday mornings, I would never do it. Exactly. Because I get busy. Right. And with that, I even have a list mm-hmm. and I have to because I'll forget to post mm-hmm. a LinkedIn because I haven't right. figured out how to auto do that. I'm not even sure if you can. So I will schedule out my social media post, Mm -hmm. remind myself to post to LinkedIn because I'll always forget, Yes, work on my monthly newsletter, Mm -hmm. and then think about my quarterly mailings. So I think you've helped me do this before. You've actually sent out a whole year's worth of ideas, and then you broke it into quarter one, quarter two, three, Mm -hmm. and four. And so that made it so much more manageable when you did that. Yeah. So thank you. And yeah. taking bite-sized pieces yeah. instead of eating the whole elephant at one time. It's less overwhelming. Yeah. It, it truly yeah. is. It, it really is. And so it kind of makes me feel like I'm a little bit more on top of it when I can kind of <laughs> break it down into just, you know, a quarter at a time. Yeah, for sure. And that's usually what I recommend to the Wilson Group agents is to take everything quarterly. That's kind of how I look at most things. So, you know, if you want to start bulking up your social media. I don't want to spill all our secrets on here. But, <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> but let, let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Um, because one thing, when you sit down with a new agent to go over their marketing plan, mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't there be a goal in mind of, okay, are you trying to create your brand within the brand? Are mm-hmm. you trying to, like, if you say, well, I want to get as much business as I can, mm-hmm. that's next to impossible to quantify. And right. marketing is hard to quantify because where until you have enough business going where you can see where that business mm-hmm. came from. Exactly. And I know you'll probably talk about, you know, how you spend your dollars and whatnot. But what are common goals that agents have when, with their marketing? Well, it's individualized to the agent. If they're a brand new agent, and they've never sold a house before, or if they've been in it for a long time and they're just trying to really beef up the business. Everything I approach with our agents, I meet them where they're at. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. they're brand new and they don't have a marketing budget, then we're going to get creative on how they can generate some business without spending a lot of money because they haven't made any money yet. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So really it's, it's individualized. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Heather, when you started, mm-hmm. I know it's been six years ago, so yeah. think back when you were thinking about your marketing, did you have a goal in mind on what you wanted to achieve with the yeah, marketing? So I feel like in the beginning it was just awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please just be aware that I am a realtor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And so the things that I would post with social media was really if I was 
looking at a property or if I went to a different part of town, I would always, you know, take a photo. Yes. Um, I feel like that's changed. I remember, so much I remember when you did that. Oh my God. I go back and look at my old posts and I'm like, Oh gosh, <laughs> I can't believe I had that kind of time. <laughs> or I've come a long way. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I feel like it was just awareness, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and obviously awareness is still a huge part of it for me now, but now I feel like I've transitioned from awareness to trusted resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, at, we're in sales, right? Let, let's, we're right. not going to deny that, but I don't like to say I'm a salesman. I just want to say, I want to be a trusted resource for you. Mm-hmm. And this is the area where I focus buying yeah. or selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's really when I think about post, that is kind of where my head is at. And and I'm sure a lot of agents is, is probably pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Typically when an, a Wilson group agent comes to me, when we have a little marketing brainstorming meeting, they already have sort of some ideas bouncing around in their head already. And I mm-hmm. just kind of help them flush those out and get them down on paper and figure out how to make them real. So like, for instance, a social media content schedule, if you just say, oh, I'm going to post something to social media today, but you don't know what you're going to post, it kind of just gets a little bit overwhelming. And then you just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah. overthink it. Yeah. Too. 100%. I mean, I, I don't post a ton. Well, thank God I have Kelly. Kelly posts, makes all my posts. Um, but it's when I start thinking about, I'm like, oh, yeah. And That's once you start overthinking, thing. it becomes hard. Everybody overthinks it. And it's so, it's understandable because it's your voice, it's your business. You want to put your best foot forward. But the longer you're dwelling on something, the less people are seeing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, just get it out there. Yeah, don't yeah. overthink it. That's actually on my agenda for things to talk about today is uh, don't overthink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, as much as we're bombarded with things, the time we spend thinking, oh my gosh, what is this going to you know, say about me and about my business? People have already moved on to something else. Well, you and know? you think about everyone else's posts you see out there. Mm-hmm. Very rarely is it like, oh my God, I can't believe she wore that outfit. Or, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe that's the post on that house or that. Yeah, nobody's thinking that. Yeah, just every, you're be just you. going just so fast. It it's like, yeah. oh my God, Heather posted. I, I love that. You yeah. know, usually it's much more like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, when we started to grow as a company, it was really important to me to put in a schedule in place that would make my job easier mm-hmm. and would make our content really regular and expected. I wanted people to expect what they were going to see when they logged on to see what our marketing looked like. And, and I must so, say, when you talk about a schedule, mm-hmm. Kelly does Throwback Thursday, and that is my, my favorite, favorite post. I cannot wait to see what she posts. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I love the Nashville Throwback pictures because so many of us here at the Wilson Group are natives. So I feel like it holds a little special place in my yeah, heart to see old does. pictures of, of Nashville, especially in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> Agreed. In uh, 70s and 60s. I mean, yeah. all, all around. All around. You yeah, know? totally. So here at the Wilson Group, you know, we've got our running social media schedule. And so, you know, if you look at our Instagram or our Facebook, you'll see that it's a, a Monday motivation quote to start off the week. Tuesdays, I share a testimonial. We have just slews of five-star reviews for all of our agents here that I can pull from. On Wednesdays, I like to highlight one of our uh, rental properties that we manage and that we have available if anybody's looking to rent. And like you said, Thursday is uh, Throwback Thursday with an old Nashville pick. And then Friday is a featured listing. So I usually choose my favorite listing that we have active right now on the market and highlight that. So you know, I know that that core content is going to be there. So if I'm sick or when I was pregnant with my son and I took my maternity leave, I knew, okay, I can keep this running. Because I absence. wasn't going to give her maternity leave. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm 
joking. <laughs> the HR police is coming. <laughs> so I think for agents that are wanting to put together a schedule for their social media content, just think about that. Just say, okay, I'm going to do a post every Tuesday and Thursday. And I know Tuesday's post is going to be a listing, a really mm-hmm. cool listing that's on the market, be it colleagues or be it someone at a different company. Just make sure you're always citing whose listing it is, right. what company they're with. If you know their tagged information, then tag them on it as well. And then you have that set up. So yeah. so on Tuesday morning, you're like, oh, yeah, it's social media day. And I've blocked this out on my calendar. I know it's going to be a listing. Let's search the MLS and let's search this neighborhood. See what's happening over here. Let's see what really cool. And you can pull up listings by list date or um, by office or whatever, however you want to find a listing to highlight. And then you've got that taken care of. And then on Thursday, let's say your idea is to share some data. So be it a market snapshot or, you know, average sales price, average days on market, interest rate, anything like that, you know, okay, Thursday's my data day. So if you get this running mm-hmm. schedule, not only in your head, but on paper and in your calendar, then you're more likely to stick to it. And you're also not starting from scratch when you go to your phone or your computer. It's a great idea. Yeah. And so you just keep that that schedule running. And then when you have a sale and a closing, you can pepper that in with your your schedule. So you've got your core items that you're posting and then you've got some personal updates or right. a recent sale or whatever it may be that you want to pepper in. And the same goes for email marketing as well. So let's say you want to send a monthly reach out to your clients, be it a newsletter, be it our news you can use, whatever you want to share, put that on your calendar, treat it like an appointment. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I say most often to the mm-hmm. Wilson Group agents is treat your marketing time, like it's a meeting, like it's a doctor's appointment. You wouldn't change it. You wouldn't schedule anything Mm -hmm. else on top of it. It doesn't get pushed to the wayside. Really respect your time and block it out just like it's a meeting. Because it is. It is. It's it's a critical part of your your business. business. Absolutely. And despite how busy you may get, you're always going to do your annual doctor's appointment. You're always going to do your biannual dentist appointment. You're going to get those done treat your marketing the same way, mm-hmm. especially when you're busy, because mm-hmm. that's when it'll get pushed off right. the list. So true. So set the reminders, set them that you'll actually follow, be it on your phone, your planner, if it's in your iCal, whatever system you use, put those in there. Don't just have it in your head. I think I'm going to do some yeah. social media on Wednesday. It's got to be on the calendar. Put it down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called batch working. Have you guys ever heard of batch working Mm -hmm. where you just sit down and focus on one topic instead of like multitasking um, at at once? I'm not a huge batch worker just because I like to multitask, but it's apparently amazing for certain people who... I set times. Yes. I just started doing it because I used to be really... I felt like I was really good at multitasking. Mm Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I make mistakes. So I've just set a time that I'm going to do this for 20 minutes and I will literally set it on my phone the timer, yeah. and do it for oh, 20 minutes. Oh, that's great. That's because great. Because yeah. multitasking in my brain don't really go as well as they used to. Yeah. 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 And if you're like that and you don't do well with multitasking, look up batch working. There's yeah. tons of books and podcasts uh, on the subject itself and it might really work for you and your business, especially on the marketing side of your business. So so yeah. look into it. Um, let's see. Next thing I want to talk about is money and marketing <laughs> budgets. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to spend money to make money, you do. unfortunately. <laughs> and 
I, like I said, when I talk to the Wilson Group agents, I usually recommend that they look at things on a quarterly basis. So make a quarterly marketing budget. I have a little worksheet that I made um, where it kind of breaks down, like, this is how much I want to spend on my marketing budget. This is where I can use that money. You really want to quantify, especially if you've been in the business for a while, quantify where that business, that past business has come from. And then obviously you'll want to spend the majority of your marketing budget on those items. Mm -hmm. If you're new to the business, you don't know where your business is going to come from. So a good rule of thumb and a recommended formula is to designate 10% of your commission to marketing. So let's say you want to make $50,000 in commission this year, then you're going to need to spend 5,000 on marketing. And when you break that down to a quarterly basis, it's $1,250 per quarter. Totally doable, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, that's no small chunk of change, but you got to spend it. You got to spend it. Right. Yeah. And so if you're really aware of where your money is going, then it's more likely to come back to you. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if you're just throwing it out there willy nilly, then, you know, it may just be gone. (laughs) Right. Well, and, and one thing we were talking about before we put the headsets on was quantifying your marketing dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, Heather and I have been doing it long enough where we can look at each client and see how our marketing dollars were impacted by that person or vice versa, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, that came through this involvement in this group or this came by advertising. Heather's a very consistent advertiser at her children's school and business she gets from there. Mm -hmm. So once you've been doing it for a while, if you track your sales, you'll be able to quantify and see where you need to add more or pull back on. Mm -hmm. Right. When you're new, like Heather, you were saying, and I agree, you're just wanting to gain exposure. Mm-hmm. Right. So where are you going to have the most impact? And that's really starting to think about who do I know? Where am I going to be recognized? What will be the biggest impact mm-hmm. and, and sort of branch out from yeah. there. So whether it's your kid's school, which is a great place if you have kids and let's face it, we say this all the time in middle Tennessee and probably the whole country, everybody knows 10 realtors. Definitely. So yeah. some people come into a school and they're like, Oh my God, the top five realtors at ABC Realty's kids go to the school, I'll never catch a break. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? They they may be intimidating to new parents or, mm-hmm. or something. There's a realtor for everybody, yeah. mm-hmm. but if they don't know that you're there, don't be a secret agent. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. Yeah, even in a, a market that's as saturated as Nashville, there's enough business for everyone. There's always enough business to go around for mm-hmm. those people who want to go out and get it. Exactly. It's not going to fall in your lap. So using mm-hmm. Kelly's tips here are just so helpful. Yeah. And if you are new to the business and you don't have previous business to quantify when you're going to spend your marketing budget, just be aspirational. Say like, okay, yeah. if, I, if I want to make $50,000 in commission this next year, then I'm going to need to spend 5000 of it on marketing. Or maybe and it's when I make 50000 this yes. year. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's 
all like you're gonna do it if you write your number down you will do it yeah and it's it's just so important to get it out of your brain and onto paper Mm -hmm. and that's with anything in life but especially when it comes to running your own business yep another thing i want to mention too is know when to hire help so if you are really busy and you have been at it for a while, maybe it's time to get an assistant Mm -hmm. and that assistant can help you with your marketing or any of the other pillars of the business, or maybe just a transaction coordinator. Any successful entrepreneur that you talk to will always say, know when to ask for help and when to delegate responsibility. That's Mm -hmm. the secret to success, really. Mm -hmm. So when you say spend money to make money, maybe that is hiring someone, be it your teenage daughter, give her $20 an hour to run your social media, whatever it is, just know when to delegate it out. If that's not your strong suit, then find someone who's, that is their strong suit. I knew I should have had kids. (laughs) $20 an hour. (laughs) I love my daughter, but I would never let her run my social media and she's 18. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe not your children. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, who took over? Right, exactly. (laughs) That is one thing I don't like is the trendy, like, TikTok trends when I see a realtor jumping on that bandwagon. Thank you. Because, you know, in in six months or a year, they're going to go back and look at that post and be like, that is so embarrassing. I can't believe I did that. (laughs) Um, Stretch yourself. (laughs) Everybody's got to be themselves on social media. And, you know, I I follow a lot of agents and you see the whole variety of Mm -hmm. it. There's um, some agents where I'm like, gosh, they must have a photographer with them 24 seven, you know, and and they have a weekly photo shoot. That's awesome. (laughs) They're paparazzi. Good good for them. You know, so it's, it's, we can all put our spin on, on how we want to run our business and how we want to be scene, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And the next thing I want to talk about, it kind of translates to all parts of life, but one of my favorite quotes that I've seen in the last several years is your diet is not only what you eat, it's also what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, and the people you surround yourself with. So it's important to be mindful of what you're consuming. Ooh, I love that. I love that yeah, too. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And so if you are trying to be business-minded and grow your business, incorporate more business podcasts into your Mm -hmm. weekly routine, more marketing podcasts into your weekly routine. Utilize webinars and YouTube. There's so many amazing webinars on YouTube and just YouTube channels with little bite-sized videos on how to upload your first TikTok, how to, I mean, there's, you just search it and, and it's there, you know? And that's one thing that I like to do if I have a slow day, here at the Wilson Group is I'll just get, I have a bunch of YouTube channels saved and webinars saved and I'll just spend 30 minutes watching one and it'll ignite something in me that wasn't there before. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps everything inspiring. And there's just so much content, which is overwhelming. But at the same time, if you can kind of narrow it down, create a little cue of what you want to be consuming, it'll help your business and it'll inspire, inspire you. And I always say too, go take a class. Absolutely. A continue, I mean, we have to have continuing education anyways. When you take mm-hmm. a class, if you're in a slump or if you feel stale in your business, it will just motivate you, inspire you. And you always have a minimum of two to three things to take away. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like to do is have a running audio book um, mm-hmm. that I check out from the Nashville Public Library. They have an app called Overdrive and it's totally free if you have 
a public library account or a library card. And you can just check out audiobooks totally for free. They download it to your phone, listen to them in the car. Oh, it's like Audible from the It's library. Audible, but it's free. Because I had Audible for a while and it was yeah, like 17 15, bucks a month. Yeah. 17, it's $16.99 a month. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit yeah. expensive, you know. For- I'll look into that. Thanks, Kelly. That's a good yeah, takeaway. Yeah. I, I mean, I use my Audible every month. Mm-hmm. I mean, I consume so many books on Audible. But, yes. um Getting it for free sounds better. Definitely. It's called Overdrive. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you, you know, for me, if you're having a sad week, then I'll listen to a funny podcast to kind of perk me up. Same Mm -hmm. goes with your business. If you're having a a slow go at it, you know, then listen to something that'll inspire you and put a fire underneath you. And there's just so much out there. Mm -hmm. So just be mindful of what you are consuming because that does translate over to your business. Agreed. Another thing I like to talk to our agents here at the Wilson Group about is really just getting back to basics. We live in an age where we're just bombarded with the next new app, the next new site that can help us, the next new Mm -hmm. whatever. And it's extremely overwhelming. And they're almost never as effective as the basic option, the number one, you know. So we have agents that will, I don't want to like badmouth CRMs, but if you're paying for a CRM and you're just not using it or stressing you out, just go back to a regular Excel spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Just start start at the basic level, Mm -hmm. you know. And if you want to expand from there, great. If not, you know, that's fine too. And the same goes for like social media. If being on several social media platforms is exhausting to you and your business, you don't have to do that. Just focus on one and just get back to basic, you mm-hmm. know, just, it just simplify, simplify. Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course, getting back to basics. I mean, well before there was email marketing campaigns and social media, you just treated your people well and they treat you well back. So like you guys call them, I think card carrying fans. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you are taking care of your card carrying fans, reaching out to them, sending them little handwritten note cards, you know, now that it's fall, a lot of our agents send moms to their clients, drop off moms on their front porch or pumpkins. If you're treating those people well and surprising them, they're going to do the same back to mm-hmm. you and your business, you know? And so that I, f- I feel like that's just a, a back to basics thing that a lot of people just forget about. Right. And then lastly, I love a checklist. Mm -hmm. Checklists are, I would die, (laughs) literally die. (laughs) All three of us. (laughs) If I didn't have uh, my family checklist, my work checklist, all of them, you know, I would forget everything. And I think a lot of agents forget about a post-close checklist. A lot of agents think like, okay, the deal's done. The keys are handed over. We're all done here. And I think that's a huge missed opportunity. So I would ask everyone listening that runs their own real estate business to create a post-close checklist to really check in with their people. And one way to viewing that is at the closing table to offer a really heartfelt closing gift. And I'm not talking about like a bottle of wine. I'm talking about like something personalized, something that'll make them cry. (laughs) You know, like a house portrait. I'm always a big fan of the house portrait. How about Um, a picture of Heather? That would be great. <laughs> yeah, a framed picture of the framed agent. Framed picture of the <laughs> I should totally do that as a joke. <laughs> but yeah, an autographed headshot. Just drop it on the table, a big glossy. <laughs> do you want me to autograph this? I brought my own Sharpie. <laughs> I think Rusty Moore would die. <laughs> it's a closing attorney. Yeah. <laughs> like, what has gotten to Sorry, Kelly. I didn't mean to get you off, but I was just thinking of um, funny things no, at I mean, the closing table. No, that would definitely table. make them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely remember that it. That would be a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, remember my 
along. <laughs> but I also know that when you're closing a transaction that it can all happen so fast. And so maybe you don't have time to get a really heartfelt gift together. Well, that doesn't mean a month or two after they've moved in that you can't drop it off then. Oh, and I think idea. that's even more mm-hmm. impactful because you too. go back and you see their home, mm-hmm. see what they, they're so excited. They'll act like they're embarrassed. Oh my God, my house is a mess. I don't want, it's like, no, I just want to see your new home and yes. see you in it. Yeah. And it just, it goes a long way. Totally. And everyone's more chill at that point. I mean, the day of closing, there's a lot of yeah. moving parts. Right. But once they're in and they've kind of settled in, everyone's just at a more chill level and it's it's just a nice time to check in and to drop off something like that because if you're doing a custom gift those usually take a little while to create or to order and um maybe well, you don't get it in time for closing and how many times you've shown up to closing and they are actually moving that day mm-hmm. and they're in their moving yeah. clothes so and you out. give them a, a package a, a closing gift and they're throwing it in the back of the car full of stuff and it totally gets they never open it it gets lost in the malaise so coming back a month or so after closing is is awesome absolutely and also we like to send a lot of house anniversary cards here at the Wilson group and I think it's super important to do that because most people don't remember the day they closed and so if they're like their realtor remembers they're just like wow that's so sweet and I forgot it has been two years and wow it's been the craziest two years and it's just a really sweet little thing that would go totally unnoticed if you didn't send something to them. So, you know, I think setting up your systems, having your checklists for every part of your business is really important. It takes a lot of planning on the front end, but it makes everything so much easier yes. throughout the rest of the time. And post-close checklists, I feel like they just get forgotten. And I think that is a huge missed opportunity for agents to really stick with their clients and stay in, in the front of their mind. So, yeah, those are my little tips for everybody. Well, this is amazing. And it's, I mean, it's stuff that seems like it's commonsensical things, but it's just really actually doing it. I mean, Mm -hmm. my three takeaways from this excellent presentation, Kelly, is create your marketing goal. What Mm -hmm. is your goal? And then block the time to do your marketing. Mm -hmm. Heather, you preach it and you're so good at doing it, but... I mean, I'm the worst with Kelly. We'll set up a marketing meeting. I'm going, oh my God, I've got clients in from out of town. Or, oh my gosh, this agent, a brand new agent's getting their having their first listing appointment. I need to go on their listing appointment meeting. Right. So I push around. I reschedule our meeting way too much. And it's, I know she just shrugged. Wrong. <laughs> Don't do that, Christy. <laughs> I need to do them at eight o'clock in the morning when we both first get here. Yes. Um, but what I love too is remembering your post-closing checklist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much feedback we get is, man, there was closing, the realtor got paid, and I never saw him again. Right. Make sure you have that post-closing checklist to call the client 30 days after closing, 60, 90 mm-hmm. days after mm-hmm. closing. I know when I was a new agent, I used to be nervous to call them thinking, oh, my God, well, something's wrong with the house. What if they hate the house? I mean, I can probably count on one hand how many times that has actually happened. Right. Most people are just thrilled to be in their home. Yeah. Right. And they're thrilled that you're reaching out and that because you create that wonderful relationship with your client mm-hmm. and that lasting impact that you called it mm-hmm. goes so much further with that extra personal touch. Mm-hmm. So for y'all listening out there, make sure that is on your post-closing checklist, the 30, 60, 90 day. Yes. And then dropping off a, a gift at their home, mm-hmm. personally deli- personally delivering it. Yeah. yeah. And the house anniversary cards, I love those. Or even just a text message, you yeah. know, like, hey, it's been two years since you closed on your house. Like, I hope you're still loving it. If not, give me a call and we'll find you a new one. That's right. Yeah. And if it's been five years and you're just now starting this. That's okay too. It's okay too. Just yeah. 
they'll they'll be thrilled. Yeah, you know. And again, it's consistent. If you just do it one time, they'll mm-hmm. be like, "What was that about?" But if you're consistently re-reaching out to your clients and starting that back up, you're gonna you will fall on good graces. Yes, you will. And if I feel like I've kind of bounced around a lot on a bunch of different topics, but if you're gonna take away really anything from this episode. Number one, don't overthink it. Just get it out there. Yeah. Just get it out there. Get as many eyeballs on it as you can. Don't overthink it. And secondly, put it on your calendar. If you, I'm a paper calendar person. I'm a, a physical planner. And so I will write down, you know, three months in advance, six months in advance. I got to do this. I got to get this newsletter together. It's time for this. And get it down. Schedule it on your calendar, on your planner, whatever it is that you use to, to schedule your day-to-day appointments. Get it on there. Your marketing appointments, your note cards, your emails, everything. Put it on there and treat it like it's a client mm-hmm. appointment or a dentist appointment, you know, because it's important. Even if you're super busy, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my takeaway is I'm so thankful for you. Yes, Kelly always. Butler. Me too. <laughs> Talk about it all the time, but I would not be able to do what I do without you. Um, the creation of, you know, I was just showing Christy an ad. Um, I did a full page ad in a sports program and Kelly did it. You know, <laughs> it's and amazing. The, the postcards. And so we've been doing this for so many years. Mm-hmm. I feel like it goes pretty quickly because, totally. you know, Kelly's like, okay, yeah, I've got you. I know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just done. It's amazing. Yeah. So, all the Wilson Group agents are very spoiled by <laughs> We are very spoiled by our marketing extraordinaire, Ray of Sunshine. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. That's really yeah. sweet. Well, Kelly, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us today. This yeah. has been awesome. Oh, yeah. Super, Happy to do it. Super insightful. And guys, if you have a topic you want us to go over, always reach out to Heather and I at podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Heather looks at me and is like, say it, Christy, you can do this. <laughs> podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Bye, guys. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration. Contact ATA partner David Hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at atacpa.net. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.